What's up, y'all? Welcome to another episode of How Far Podcast. It is your girl, Whitney. And do not forget, we are on Twitter at How Far Podcast. That's how you know when the next episode will be and what the topic is on. So that that way you can go ahead and, you know, join in the conversation. Also, we are on Spotify, Google Podcasts, on Anchor. What's up? (laughs) That is how I record all of my podcasts. So while you're listening, please go ahead and like. Do all that fun engagement stuff so that other people can you know find a podcast and listen guys we have made it halfway through the year like who would have thought that we would be here right now like we will be in june and this the thing june just can't be june june is pride month so we're still going to turn up and celebrate and all that good stuff in our household but we're still going to turn up and so for this month every single sunday i will be having an lgbtq individual just telling us about themselves and who they are and their story so you know i want you to grab your juice box your water your wine your hard liquor whatever you usually just use to relax yourself i want you to go ahead and just grab that and listen and enjoy and you know how the episodes go i tell you how far my week but this month isn't about me at all so for right now just say "Mm, it was okay but i'll download you the gist later but for right now just enjoy Okay. Okay. Ready? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> All right. So, how far your week? Oh, my week's been pretty interesting. Uh, um, just been trying to get my life together, trying to figure out how I'm going to do this master's program. Plus, I'm in quarantine, so no physical contact is a little, you know, a little stressful. But besides that, it's been a good week. Okay. And why are you quarantine? Because people don't think you have COVID, so. <laughs> no. Oh yikes! Oh, okay, so that's even more depressing. I am quarantined because uh, um, my dad just recently passed, so I had to go back home for the funeral. And per, uh, I guess you know, for them allowing me to go, I had to have two weeks of quarantine when I came back. So that's why. Okay. But you know, every everybody tested negative. just putting that out there just to put it out there okay all right well this is a little awkward because we really really know each other so yeah it's kind of like it's a little awkward right now because we're on facetime so i don't know yeah let's just pretend we we don't don't know each other okay (laughs) cool sounds great all right so what's your name my name is idongasit what are your pronouns they them and what do you identify as? I identify as a non-binary queer person. Okay, and what does that mean to you? For me, um, personally, it means that I, I don't, um, I don't really fit into the binary. I don't think you know masculine or feminine really define everything that is me. Uh, so I choose to kind of live in this void that allows me to um, present how I want comfortably. And how long have you been identifying as gender non-binary? Um, I've been, I've, I have been identifying as non-binary since freshman year of college, so 2014. Okay, and how did you, not come to that conclusion, but how did you, how were you able to identify that that's who you are as a person? 
and what inspired you to not only just like know that within yourself but be able to express that out outwardly um i was a part of this uh program at georgia state called pac3 uh panthers for a culturally competent campus um, and it, it, the, the whole purpose of it was basically for us to come together, all different identities, all types of people, and just have like this, like, you know, we're all Panthers and we're proud and let's be this family kind of thing. So doing one of the, the classes or the talks, there was this person that was just, um, was, since we were talking about identities, this person talking about I, this identity they knew about, and it just all clicked in my head. And I was like, that's me. And that person and I became really, really good friends. We're still friends to this day. And after that conversation, I just I just felt like, you know, I just it would make me happier if other people saw this, too. So um, that's when I started openly identifying as that. OK. And what part of the world are you located in? Uh, currently, I'm located in the United States of America. Currently, where you finna go after this? Currently, shoot. <laughs> shoot. Oh, oh don't, don't tempt me. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so before you were non-binary, what did you identify as? Ooh. Yeah. On top of that. Ooh. Before I was non-binary, was going it's going sting some folk. I was uh, I was I identified as a lesbian, so a woman or. I, I liked women. Let's say that I liked women. Okay, got it. And when did you realize that? When I ooh, I realized that when <laughs> bad story. But I was in church and I was looking at the pastor's daughter, and she was out. He dog said seriously, she was a lesbian till this day. She still is, and <laughs> yep. <laughs> and, I, and I was like, "That is for me." That what pastor? Me. The pastor that I know, pastor. <laughs> yes. Ooh, yes. Dog sit. yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I think it's just weird because I know the pastor, and maybe that's why I'm just like, mm. "Yeah, it is what it is." Mm. All right. Well, so when you first realized who you were and the person that you identified as at that time. How did you take that? Like, did you perceive it as negative, positive? Uh, well, since I was, like, raised in a very a Christian household, um, or I, I perceived it as a very strict Christian household, I was, um, I was very homophobic. Um, and so I, I experienced some internalized homophobia trying to deal with, like, like, what is right, what is wrong, and, like, will God love me? Like, does this make me a bad person? And, you know, the whole African rhetoric that it's like, you get HIV and AIDS was just literally playing over and over and over in my mind. So it was negative, and it, it took, a, like, a lot of experiences for me to really grow out of that. Okay. And... Um... So when you when you were battling with that, what was the thing that was just like, fuck this, I'm going to be myself? Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the thing that that really sparked that, I think it was kind of like, yo, this is this is my life, you know, like. I, I can't live my life for my parents. I can't really live my life for my siblings. They already had that opportunity. So I just have to like, you know, and the people I'm dating or the people I know from this community are wonderful and they're 
they're being more helpful, sad to say, but they're being more helpful in me loving myself than my family. So, like, I just got to take it, take it in stride, I guess. All right, cool. And did your, well, well, you already explained how your culture played the big part in that. Are you still trying to be part of your culture? Were you just like, if this is a culture that is not accepting of me, then I'm going to drop this culture and just be a donisit? Um, like through, through like, um, high school, some of college, I, I was really, I wasn't like, I didn't hide the fact that I was Nigerian. Like if people asked, I would say it, but I didn't feel comfortable at the parties or meetings or around my cousins and stuff like that. Cause a few of my cousins were homophobic. Um, so I didn't, I, I kind of was just like shied away from, you know, outwardly being Nigerian but in college you know meeting more you know queer Nigerians getting you know meeting more people in the community made me really really full force say like outwardly like I'm going to it doesn't matter if you don't want me to be a part of it I'm going to be a part of it no matter what so yeah I'm I want to be a part of it and I I want to I don't know. I want to be part of it. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so where are you now in your journey? What is what does your journey look like now? Um, my my journey for me um is less of a struggle, more about like day by day, I guess, unlearning unlearning lots of the things I learned uh still like in life and just childhood. So Right now, I'm, like, content with myself, but it is still, like, every day I feel like I have to come out to people because when people meet me, they always, like, you know, be like, yeah, hey, girl, and all this stuff. So it's, like, at this point, I'm, like, in the constant uh, constant coming out process. Like, the whole lesbian thing was, like, yeah, yeah, like, I had to come out, like, that, too. So that was also a constant coming out process. But with this one, it's, like, man... Because you, oh Lord, people, people, people love to, right. huh? Because people don't understand. And yeah. They don't want to understand. Yeah, or they don't want to understand. Yeah, because like the whole, so you're, you think you're two people or, you know, or they're like, so you, you know, I don't, it's just, oh, it's always something new. So that, that is, whew, not, not, not pitting, not pitting, you know, coming out as lesbian against, you know, coming out as non buyer or anything. They all have their struggles. Oh, I yeah. What would you say to like your younger self, like the younger self that that didn't come out yet as a lesbian, or what would you say to people who might still be in the closet, people who are still struggling with with their identity? What advice could you share? To my younger self, I'll be like, "Ooh, buddy, <laughs> like, like, yo, dog, yo, you thought you thought you were struggling." Go ahead and strap up, sis. I definitely hope Shadi's ready because it was a ride. Like it was definitely um there was some there was some dark times, so I would just kinda say just stay strong and see it through. Um and to other people that haven't come out yet, especially like people in like, you know, African people or stuff like that. It's kinda like like I say all the time, man, you just gotta live your life because it's yours. Um mm-hmm. And if you're not happy with it, and then those people that you're trying so hard to, you know, please die, like, it's going to be, 
don't know. It's going to be something. It's going to be a harder thing to unprocess, I guess. Okay. So you got you have to do like something positive, something, I don't know, celebratory because it's Pride Month. What's something I'll celebratory? Drink, I'll drink my wine. <laughs> so, the one you like, don't have. Oh, girl, bye, because I got two bottles still. Just because you right now don't mean everybody else did. <laughs> <laughs> you funny. All right, um, so we're drinking tonight. But anyways. But thank you for coming on the podcast. You are appreciated. Oh, thank you. For having me. America. Have a good night. <laughs> Okay, you ready? Yeah. You a little nervous? Yeah, don't talk. <laughs> <laughs> it's important. I had a one night stand last night. You know, these bitches are just crazy. <laughs> Alright, she's good. She turned off the shower. Okay. Alright, so I usually start off with like you just telling me like how your week was. So how was your week? Oh, my week was crazy crazy because you know all the shit's going on i had a lot of you know anger that was just you know bottled up it was just slowly coming out sporadic little angry burst at everyone but um then a full moon happened uh three days ago and everything's kind of going into place okay so what did you do with that anger Uh, you had a protest and stuff yeah, so I went to a vigil because I feel like at a protest, my anger would have definitely taken a hold of me and I would have hit somebody. <clears throat> so I just went to a vigil, you know, you could just light a candle, you know, say some prayers because I don't need the, um, the extra push. <laughs> I will hit somebody. <laughs> but no, yeah, the vigil was really nice. Um, even though all the protests were peaceful, it's just the one I wanted to go to was in a racist town that I live right next to. So I was like, Oh yeah, that was. If I do go, I want to go to that one, but I'm a be wildin', so Makes sense. I probably shouldn't do that. So you know, side <laughs> and kept my sanity. Yeah, so the right. vigil, no, the vigil was really, really nice. Everyone was still social distancing. I was like, oh, do people still even care about the corona anymore? Are we more likely to die by a cop? Yes, we're more likely to die by, by a cop. cop than corona. To be oh, honest. Yeah. Okay. Not, it was nice, but after yeah, after everything, everything's kind of calming down now. Not even with the political shit; that's just not calming with them. So, but just you know, mm-hmm. mentally, everything's kind of calming down. No more angry bursts. All right, that's good. Yeah. All right, All right. so what's your name? Or if, well, you don't have to say your name if you want to say like an alias. Is fine, but like whichever one you prefer. I don't know. <laughs> just Umi, nothing else. I don't like any nicknames that people come. Got it. Right. And what are your pronouns? She, her. All right. And what do you identify as? Queer or pan. Anything really sexually fluid. I feel like there's a lot of words in the LGBTQ thing that make that means sexually fluid, but it's just mm. so many different things. Okay. How did you come to that conclusion? Because I realized that I love everyone. Yeah. Even though I kind of hate mom, but I still Okay. All right. And what part of the world are you in? So you can say like your, you can say your country in your state, or you could just say your country, but you don't have to say both. So I live in the U.S. 
unfortunately. <clears throat> but I live in New Jersey right now. Okay. So, um, yeah, I know people probably like, where the hell is New York? It's right by New York, so the U.S. is not yeah. an exciting part. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's all you need to know. All right. When did you realize? Like, when did you realize your identity, and did you perceive it as like positive or negative? I definitely realized I wasn't straight when I was like five or six, and it was automatically deemed negative because my parents are Muslim. So <clears throat> it was all downhill from there. <laughs> but how did you battle that, like, with yourself, and how were you able to overcome? So. I kind of just it kept it kept kind of coming up in my life so it was very obvious even though like it was just obvious to everyone it kept coming up and it, I wouldn't even have to mention it it was just kind of obvious so where you look at a kid and you're like that kid is gay mm-hmm. that kid's not straight mm-hmm. you know so um after a while it just turned into like resentment from who I was living with because it was that and then they kind of like, you know, they try to change you in the Christian camp, except it's like Muslim okay. school extra yeah. times 10. Oh, yikes. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. So now that you're not living in that person's house, right, you've like, you're able to create your own community. Um, are you still attached to like the Muslim culture or are you just like you've made your own community and you're OK with that? I made my own community. I feel like. I'm attached to the culture because, I mean, I grew up with it. Like, they literally forced you to read and write Arabic. Like, this shit I'm still going to know is going to be embedded in my brain literally forever. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Even the kids that I went to school with that don't really practice are in the same kind of boat as me. Some of them, like, I follow them because I know they're not judgmental because they're going through the same shit that I was going okay. through. But all their older folks that will never change that will never change you just i have <laughs> severed all ties there's no reason for me to even be in contact with you unless it's like the mosque is trying to plan a protest i'll do that okay and where are you now in your journey excuse me where are you now in your journey like are you comfortable with yourself where are you at yeah so i'm definitely i'd say probably 98% comfortable. I feel like being fully comfortable is not even caring what these people think. And I feel, I feel like I still kind of care what they think. They're just like, oh my God, you're gay. You're going to go to hell. Like, damn. You got to say something every time I walk by. But <laughs> I want to get to the point where it's like, even if I see them, I don't care. Like, if I see somebody that I know from like the Muslim community down the street and I'm walking down the street, I would literally turn the other way and walk. I don't even want to, so I don't want to say hi or anything. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm 98% there. Okay. And yeah. if you could say something positive to somebody who, or any advice really, to anyone who might be struggling to your younger self, what would you say? Um, you always have a community online. You don't have to have friends in real life or talk to your parents. You can literally find friends on the internet. I know it's really bad. You find friends on the internet that are going exactly what you're going through so you don't have to feel like you're by yourself. So, yeah. You're going to want to kill yourself. Yeah. So that's not good. And how are you celebrating Pride Month? Because we all got to be inside. There's not a parade. What are oh, you doing? my God. I'm going to try to buy some Pride clothing from, like, Black-owned companies or whatever. Just make do photo shoot in my backyard. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> That's it. Invite gay friends over to take pictures with me. That's literally all you can do. Yeah. And post, Happy Pride Month. Hashtag. It Happy sucks. It sucks, but, I mean, it's Yeah, I mean, do. that's probably it. And just going outside, not staying in the house. 
literally anything that's not staying in the no. house that's how we're celebrating because we did not get to do that yeah. i mean i everybody did anyway but you know what i mean <laughs> all right well thank you umi for recording i appreciate no it and um have a good day and happy pride month thank you yes happy pride month and gay black lives matter not just regular black lives <laughs> shout out to my guest oh my god you guys are greatly appreciated and for those of you who are listening you're greatly appreciated as well don't forget to follow the podcast on twitter at how far podcast that way you know when there's a new episode you can listen to a new snippet you can join in the conversation um off the phone you can you know go ahead and join in and share your opinions and you can send a dm you can share it and while you're listening don't forget to like the podcast come on whether that's on spotify anchor google podcast or um outcast wherever you are listening on just do not forget to like the podcast and favorite it and share with other people that way they're also able to listen and join in the conversation have a good sunday you guys